I'm not antisocial. I'm pro. Leave me the hell alone. Hi, this is Coach MK, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado, but this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, it helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. Today's mantra is two steps back, two steps back. This week, I'm going to be replying to all the requests that have been piling up. I'm sorry y'all been a little overwhelmed and totally buried in email. Sorry. A listener writes in, Dear Coach MK, I'm an introvert and I'm overwhelmed. My instinct is to retreat to solitude, but people who care about me don't want me to isolate myself. How do I respond? Thanks. Hashtag strong and silent. Dear Strong and Silent, intimacy is usually thought of in terms of sex, but it's also communicating your needs, sharing meaning, holding space for each other, honoring perceptions, sharing joy and pain, mutual vulnerability, and my personal favorite, feeling safe enough to tell the truth. Through that lens, it's obvious why intimate relationships are so crucial for happiness as well as lasting mental health. It's also obvious why so many of us don't have intimate relationships with any family members whatsoever. When we love someone, we crave intimacy with them, the type of connection that makes us feel close to the person we care about. And this, unfortunately, is why the hardest gift to give anyone we care about is space. So let's start there. People love you. They crave closeness with you. Congratulations. This is a gift. It's a good thing. Let that be the compliment that it is. Then, give them what they want. Be honest. Communicate your situation. Communicate your needs. And if the burden you carry cannot be shared, say so. It's not your job to manage their emotions. You can only manage yours. And it doesn't sound like you have bandwidth right now. Tell them the best thing they can give you right now is space, maybe a gift card for a massage. If the people demanding connections with you are not honoring your wishes, make it clear that your needs come first and enforce the boundaries you need to set. Then find small ways to stay connected in ways that demonstrate that you're still present, you still care, that you still have this intimate relationship with these people who love you. Sometimes commenting on a Facebook post or liking an Instagram will be enough. And yes, I don't care who says otherwise, that counts as connection. It counts as checking up and checking in. It's all introverts like me can handle sometimes. I see you. I care. No, I don't want to talk right now. Instagram is terrific for that. If you don't believe me, follow Glennon Doyle. Uh, Glennon Doyle. She talks about this a lot. 
And yes, believe it or not, I'm totally an introvert. More so now that I'm a parent and alone time is at a premium. Once upon a time, most of my hobbies were eclectic, so I enjoyed them solo. If I want to go see a movie or an opera or hang out in a bookstore for several hours, I do that. I just go. It really is that simple. Even restaurants, why coordinate and wait when I can just go? It's not like I'm turning down invitations in order to do the same thing alone, even though I can see an argument for that. Doing things solo, it's not less than. It's just a different experience. When I'm overwhelmed either with shit or with amazing ideas, I need time to work those things out and really articulate my position before sharing it with anyone close to me. My family and my closest circle of friends are they're all problem solvers who shoot from the hip. And as much as I appreciate and love them, I can't work things out by talking to them. They don't listen very well. So before I've even explained the situation or given context, they are shooting ideas and throwing solutions at me. It can make me feel lonely and invalidated and overlooked and unheard, as well as overwhelmed. It's like they just would do or say anything to get me to shut up. It doesn't feel like they're invested in helping. And that hurts because they really want to be involved, right? In their minds, I don't let them help me. So when I'm confronted, I have to say, well, did you want to solve the problem with me or did you want to have the right answer? I wasn't sure, so I stopped talking. And the difference is discreet. I'm frequently told that I have a bad attitude towards this. I'm quick to say, hey, I didn't think I was being heard, so I stopped talking. And it's really hard for someone who cares about you to look deep inside and say, yeah, you know what? You're right. I wasn't listening. Let's try again. It is hard to get another person to go to that place. But you can work towards making that happen with someone who is invested in a long-term relationship with you. Now, I got to say, if you tend towards depression or have had suicidal thoughts in the past, the attention that you're getting right now may be your loved one seeking assurance that you're talking to someone, anyone, specifically a therapist. And if you are, tell them. If you are not, ask yourself why. Because here's the rub. Your emotions are a response, and you won't know what you need until you are certain what you are responding to, where the overwhelm comes from, why you really need to be alone while you manage it. If you've been in a dark place before, each return trip is faster than the last one. So it's imperative to have safety nets in place before you try to do anything by yourself. It's also way easier to enforce boundaries with people who care about you and take the space that you demand, if you can prove to them that you're safe, that you're sitting on top of the safety net, and that even if you can't talk right now, you are absolutely maintaining that connection in the least taxing way possible. Even if that connection is something we have been told is vapid, meaningless, and not real. In 
case you didn't know, I think that assessment of social media is bullshit. So, the mantra. The next time you feel smothered by the world, as well as the love of well-meaning family members, hear my voice in the back of your head saying, two steps back. Thank them for their concern. Then communicate your needs and refuse to stand in front of the firing squad of helpful suggestions. Make sure your safety net is knotted tightly beneath you. Then go get what you need. You are coached, you are loved, and you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzlenut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three.